Watching that live streaming, we don't know whether you're in the world, it might be night, it might be morning, but God bless you in Jesus' name. I feel really honored to be here, to be invited. I don't take any invitation for granted at all. Who am I? It is God that calls, it gives the grace, and I thank you so much for believing in me. Let's celebrate Pastor Helen Medekian. Celebrate you and we honor you. Thank God for your life. We're going to go higher and higher and higher. And of course, we have celebrated her husband earlier on, and I want to celebrate him also. The chief host, the host of the host, <laughs> Pastor Fred Odekia, who's my husband's friend, they're good friends for many years, and we just thank God for your life, sir. Thank God for all that you're doing in the body of Christ and all that you're doing in the world. May you continue to go higher and higher in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I won't go into much stories because our children are friends too. And it's one of them <laughs> and one of mine. We're still together. Praise God. Yeah. Even your association matters. Praise God. Okay, maybe I've started preaching. <laughs> I will start it, but you know, we are people of relationships. The vertical relationship. Amen? Yeah. At least we are afraid. So God is here. But we also recognize the people that we work with. You can't ignore the people who have helped you, the people who give you opportunity, the people who give you food. Hello? The people who taught you to read and write. And now you have master's degree, you have school sats. You cannot hear a word again. <laughs> we can go on and on and on appreciating people. Praise God. But of course, we we'll don't do it briefly. Because if I was to just appreciate people, I would appreciate everyone. Even I would appreciate the woman that carried me. I will go <laughs> and then we won't live here again. Praise God. But there's also a message in that. No one stands alone. No one just appeared. They were raised. Praise God. They were held by God and by men. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Even Jesus needed a woman to come into the earth. Amen. Almighty Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I really want to also appreciate Reverend Kathy Wojeke. I hope I got the, the, the pronunciation. Thank you. Just the little few minutes of chatting with you, seated children. You know, I already know the mighty spirit that you carry. And I thank you and I celebrate you. If I was going to say, what else will I preach now? Since I've been preaching since Thursday. <laughs> and also Pastor Ben Aigwe. We celebrate you, sir. Thank you so much. The victorious woman, and to everyone, please celebrate yourself. 
I know I'm very important. I like speaking to women. I like a room full of women. I like even women one-on-one. -on -one. I like impacting women's lives because I'm a woman as well. And I know what I've been through and I know how the Lord has helped me. He will help you in Jesus' name. The theme of this conference is the victorious woman. The victorious woman. I like to say that being victorious is a spirit. Is a spirit and a state of mind and an attitude. First John chapter 5, verse 3 and 4. First John chapter 5, verse 3 to 4. It says, For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Verse 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is a victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. And verse 5 says, Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? A victorious woman is a woman that is born of God. A victorious woman is a woman who is born of God. She believes that Jesus Christ is Lord. She believes that Jesus is the Christ. The victorious woman is a believer. Is a believer indeed. A believer in Christ. A believer in God. And a believer indeed. So she's a believing believer. Say I'm a believing believer. Because some people are believers but they doubt all day long. Hello? Hi. It's one thing to be a believer in Christ. You're giving your life to Christ. You are born again, right? And it says that whoever is born of God overcomes what? The world. And so we are supposed to believe that we overcome what? The world. And to act as such. But many times we find ourselves, even though we call ourselves believers, <laughs> but have the time we're doubting. The words of our mouth don't even express that we trust God. And we believe that things will be well. Hello? Right. So if you're in that camp today, decamp. Don't just be a believer, but be a believing believer. A victorious woman keeps his commandments. We have read that. As children of God, we are expected to keep God's commandment. And his commandment, what is it? It is not what grievous. It's not difficult. It's when we try to please him in our own power and in our strength, that's when it becomes difficult. We are to depend on his grace totally. We are to depend on his help. We are to lean on him. Praise God. Because he won't ask us to do what we do not have the capacity to do. We have to understand first that we are spirit beings. Hello? If you're a child of God, then you have his DNA. Do you agree with me? Yes. You have his DNA, you have his life, you have his ability. We have the capacity to behave like God. In fact, he said that we are what? Gods. And we are children of the Most High. Hallelujah. But many times, yes, we are still growing. We are made in his image. But we are growing. It's a process. We are developing. You know, there's, you see a lion, right? You see a lion, a full-grown lion. You don't want this to tell you. But then you see the cub, the baby lion. He might not be able to roar yet, right? 
But that cop knows that he's a lion or she's a lioness. She knows. It's just that, yes, a manifestation may not be in food yet. But the ability to be a lion, the ability to roar, the ability to hunt prey is already loaded in that cup, right? It's already loaded. Same thing with our children. They're already loaded, but we give them time to grow. And God gives us time to grow to the fullness and to the stature of his image, the image that he has already, already put in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. But he doesn't expect us to doubt. He doesn't expect us to talk like me. Who am I? Who are you? You're a child. You're the child of the Most High. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you have God's backing. And because of that, you are what? Victorious. Are you with me? Yes. You are victorious. You don't wait till you see money in your pocket. You don't wait to see certain manifestations before you believe that you are victorious. That's why I said it's a spirit and it's an attitude. An attitude of victory. Praise God. An attitude of victory. You are victorious already. So it's not a matter of, oh, I've applied for that job. If I get it, then I know I'm victorious. Mm -mm. You are victorious already. If you get it, then you have a testimony, right? Yes. If you didn't get the job, it doesn't mean that you are a defeating, defeated person. It doesn't mean that you are a failure. You are victorious already because he says that you are victorious already if you are born of God. How many are born of God here? And if you are not, open up your hearts and let God come in. Praise God. So that you can walk and that which he has purposed for you. A victorious woman is a lover. She loves God. She loves people. And that's what we saw in the verses. Even in verse 1, right from the beginning, it talks about loving God. And knowing that you are loved by him. And then it goes on to say that you overcome the world. So a victorious woman is a lover. She's a woman who spreads love. She's a woman who spreads joy. The Bible says in Isaiah 60, verse 1, it says, What? Arise and shine. For your what? Your light has come. Arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has arisen upon you. And it says, Darkness covers the earth and gross darkness the people. For the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. And kings will come to your rising, to the brightness of your rising. Gentiles and kings, they will come to your light. It is the light that we have that will draw people to us. Praise God. Jesus said in Matthew 12, he said, you are, in Matthew chapter 5 verse 12, you are the light of the world. Right? You are the light of the world. So you are light. Say to yourself, I am the light of the world. So people could not say it because it's, Jesus is the light of the world. But Jesus said, You are the light of the world. And you cannot, you know, light a candle and hide it and put it under the bed. No. You bring it out so that it will illuminate all. 
So many times, the reason why many times we don't seem to be manifesting or working, working in that victory as we should is that we have little light. You are the light of the world. Each time revelation comes to you, it is light and you are meant to walk with it. Each time understanding comes, that is light and you are meant to run with it and then the world will be attracted to you. They will want what you have. Hello. They want that light that you have. They will want that love, that love of Jesus. That's what it means to walk in victory. It's not about having everything. But when we have Jesus, we have everything. So it's so important. He says, arise and shine. He says, Gentiles will come to the brightness of your light. It's not a matter of, oh, this little light of mine. That light can increase. Amen. Amen. Because it says you are the light of the world. And what does light do? It illuminates. It gives direction. It brightens the atmosphere. We look at our nation today, and nations of the world. There is darkness. There is a lot of darkness. You know, just hanging. And there is darkness because there is darkness in the heart of people. It says, close darkness there's darkness in the heart because there's darkness in people's hearts. And those of us that have the light of Christ in our heart, what are we to do with it? To shine. And how do we shine it? This is what it means to walk in victory. Be good. Give your best at home and at work. I don't need to talk about married relations because I know that has thoroughly been dealt with. But why do we have Issues at home, divorce, separation, why all this thing? It's because we allow the darkness to come into our hearts. It's because we allow the flesh. It's because we allow selfishness. It's because we do not maybe prefer the other person in love. And when there's darkness in families, there's darkness in, in homes, there'll be darkness in the society. Praise God. But we are to bring light. I see you bringing light yeah. to your community, yeah. to your families, yeah. to your workplace. Yeah. A victorious woman keeps a covenant. The covenant you have with God, the covenant you have if you are married with your husband, you keep covenant. You're not a covenant breaker. A victorious woman keeps to the contract with her employers, her employees, or with our clients, our customers, or those who are business owners. Hello? You don't say one thing and do another. Because you are a victorious woman. These are manifestations of the victorious woman. Because you have victory already and you know it. You don't carry yourself anyhow. Hallelujah. You don't carry yourself anyhow. In the Bible we read of you know, women of old. Deborah, Esther. Many of us remember the story of Esther. I just summarize. Esther was chosen to be the queen, right? Because her predecessor, Vashti, messed up. And we don't even need to go into such details. It will not be a Vashti in Jesus' name. So she was replaced. And because she was an orphan, but that was not an excuse. Whether you're an orphan, whether life has not seem to be fair to you, you know, whether you had 
terrible experiences growing up or whatever, if you have Jesus, if you've accepted him, if God is in your life, you are what? Victorious. There is no need to be dwelling in the past. There is no need to be mourning about what happened to you, who helped you, how you know you don't have this because of that. Hello? Because God will just be looking and wondering that. So where do you put me? Hello? Because you seem to be saying, do you have me? You say yes. So why are you complaining? Why are you complaining that you have no man? You remember that man that you took? Bethesda. And he, you know, is that when the you know the water is stirred and the first person to jump in gets healed? I believe that was their mindset. They believed that, so it became you know the standard thing. So once one person jumps in, the other person, that person has collected the blessings. There's no point in feeling anything. I believe it was a mindset. So they don't jump in. They even if they do, they're doing it doubting because they believe that that first person is the one that has collected the blessings. Do you want to be made whole? He was telling stories. Actually, I have no man to help me into the pool. Who was asking you for stories? Actually, uh, my father left my mother and my soul. Actually, uh, he did all those things. Is God asking you for stories? He knows everything. Praise God. He knows everything. So Esther would not tell stories about her orphan. And it's her mentor, Mordecai, who raised her after her, her cousin, Mordecai, after her parents died, brought her up well and encouraged her to put in for the competition. Even if she doubted herself, he must have said, Go, I know what stuff you are made of. And she got it, right? But after living in the palace with the king, you know, after you know, being married and all of that, trouble broke out in the among the Jews, because a wicked man called Haman decided that these Jews must be terminated, they must be killed. It makes one to realize that they've always been after the Jews for a long time, just to wipe them out because they were the people of God. Right? We are the spiritual Jews now, we're the people of God. So, why are you surprised that the devil is after you? Hello, it's not new. So, why sit down and cry and do a pity party? It is not news. That's his ministry, that's his job. So he will always be after you. It's not a curse. Hello? It's not, but he will not get you. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Because someone is praying, don't let the devil see you. Let him see you. If you are doing great things for God, he will see you. But he will not be able to harm you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to quickly talk about Esther's story. Because Esther. Of course, they have her cousin Mordecai said, go before the king and turn around this decree. Initially, she was afraid, right? She was afraid because, he said, you know there's a protocol. No one goes before the king except what he sent for. And if you go and you're not sent for and he does not stretch his scepter of approval to you, you are what? Dead. The heavens of this world, the king doesn't have to see anything, they just carry the person and execute the person. As a matter of fact, my predecessor, Vashti, she didn't say all this, but I'm not paraphrasing. My predecessor is alive. Do you know that Vashti was not killed? Vashti was exiled. 
She was driven away from the palace. So she must have been somewhere at least alive, maybe on one island, doing ministry, doing what, whatever. But she was, she, 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 they didn't kill her. They drove her away. So she said, that one is even alive. But if I go, hmm. She sent him clothes. He said, no, this is not the time for clothes. You have to go. Because he was in cloth and sackcloth and ashes. He said, this is not the time for that. This is the time to arise. This is the time to pray. This is the time to go. At the risk of your life, yes. Because if you do not, he said, even you and your father's house will perish. Now, she had to now tell Mordecai. She now had to open up to him to say that, 30 days now, I have not seen him. So 30 days now, in fact, I'm not preaching about marriage today, but just as an aside, I wonder, 30 days, how has the man been sorting out his sex life? How come? That's why I said she had to open up what she had been carrying. People didn't know. The other ladies, the other ladies that were in the competition with her, that did not become the bride. Mm -hmm. Somewhere, they'll be stuck and say, ah, I wonder what Esther is doing now. Ah, she must have been enjoying. She must be enjoying the palace. I wish it was me. Be careful in the end. Because you don't know what's happening behind that high fence. Ah, she must be enjoying. Money, the wealth, the king. She was not enjoying nothing. She was not walking the victory that she had been given. She was not taking what was hers. Actually, she was quite irrelevant. And in today's world, you have to be relevant. You've got to fulfill purpose. You've got to say, God, what did you make me for? What did you design me for? How can I affect my community? She was not affecting anybody. She and her ladies, they were just there. They would do makeup, paint their face, dress up. They were not going where, anywhere, because nobody was taking them out. She did not so much as even have dinner. With her husband. Ah, ah, is that marriage? I'm not preaching about marriage. So there are issues and there are issues. But until you rise up and take your place, sometimes those issues will not be resolved. She was there, maybe we should have This life, I'm lonely. She and her ladies, they were not going anywhere. There was money involved. How far was her own area from the king's area? Hello? was her own, you know, section that the king would not even invite her over in the night. Because the people that surround her many times, and that's why we say that when we are praying for our leaders, for example, the president of our country or any country, it's really about the people that surround them. Sometimes that person has a good intention to fulfill, you know, the plans and change this country, but the people minister of this, associate this, this AD and all, they come with all kinds of ideas. That's, that's why they don't know why they always do meeting in the night. <laughs> night, night. So I just imagine that this king, maybe when he wants to sleep it's 1 a.m., then this man will come again and say, ah, sir, you need to sign this document. Day after day, the man will be too tired to even remember that he has one night to even send for her. 30 days. She had not even set time, not even dinner. No promise of dinner or breakfast. That's why she had to tell Mordecai. Because he thought that would be very easy. When you are in bed or when you are eating, having breakfast, you just throw in your request. He said, it's not like that. There's pain in this world. 
and there's pain in people's hearts. Even though though your faces will look all nice and all new. Yes, yes. But your own victory is real. Amen. You walk in it. You will not be taken, you will manifest it in the name of Jesus. A victorious woman does not allow herself to, to a pity party or be weighed down by the challenges of life. So what did Esther do? The Mordecai encouraged her and said, look, go before the king. She now said, okay, fast and pray. I will also fast with my maiden. A victorious woman is a woman of prayer. Ah, is a woman of prayer because there are things to pray about. Hello? Hi. Even if, yes, your own life is okay, you're in good health, your children, what about the world? What about the community? Even Deborah is another woman I'm going to mention. Deborah, Deborah chapter 5, we'll go there later. But let me just quickly mention it. She said the highways were deserted. The village life ceased. Everybody was afraid, of course. It's like today, kidnappers, this all over. She said, unto I, Deborah, what? arose, and I arose a mother in Israel. She arose for her community. She said, enough is enough. Because someone is thinking now, they say, are you saying to go to Rasul Rock? And go there, are you saying to fulfill your purpose? Arise with where God has put you. Praise God. Whether you're a banker, whether you're a food seller, that place is your pulpit. Hello? This one is for pastor to encourage. My pastor's word to encourage us from here. But where you are positioned, your family, your office, your business, that is your own ministry. That is your own church, your own church. That is your own place of ministry. So I'm not saying go to Asolo if you are not working there, if you are not a staff there or whatever. But wherever you are, begin to redeem the life of God, the love of God, and the light of God that you are. Amen. Amen. Why would your own restaurant or your own food business or whatever clothing is? So why would it be different from another person? The dresses that you carry, the joy and the love that when people come to your shop, they just want to come back. Of course, apart from the fact that you sold the clothes very well, because if you don't sew it very well, they are not on top of your game. They will not come back. Yes. They just want to come You are so nice, but they won't buy anything. So you've got to know your trade very well. Victorious woman is Hello. she's busy, Hello. she's on her game. Hello. Hello. She works in excellence, she pays attention to detail. But apart from that, what she carries, praise God. The love is the difference. Someone comes and wants to make their clothes, but at the end of the day, they end up even talking about their problem. And you pray with them and you just encourage them. You smile, you're not like, mm -hmm. what? Who is there? You're not grouchy. You are nice. You are good. You're not adding to the stress that they are coming with us. Yes. Because there's stress in this world. Though. There's already stress that they have wedding and it's three days to the wedding and they want to sell these clothes. You're not saying that. Three days. Did we have machine? No. Inside you are saying, God, you are able. You are doing two things with you. Bring it now. We will need to get them for you. Because you want to do what? Save them from embarrassment. Next time she will come to you, she will tell people that ah, they delivered. I know the British was at least that stress was taken off them. We have to make the body lighter for other people because the world is already a very bad place. As
Christians, I believe love is our job description. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it's the key to walking victorious. It is our job description because God says, by this shall all men know we are disciples. We have love. He said, that's the greatest commandment. But do you even love yourself, dear? Do you even love yourself? Hello? Do you even love yourself? So Esther prayed. She fasted with her maidens. And then she arose and said, You know, I will, I will, you know what? I will go before the king. If I perish, I perish. She got the victory inside already. She realized who she was already. So she was not afraid to die. She knew that if I died in the process, I will return to my maker. If she died in the process, she knew that she died in victory. She died a heroine. Hello. She was no longer afraid of death. So if she went before the king and the king did not stretch the center and they killed her, would she have been victorious or not? Yes. She would still have been victorious because she fulfilled purpose. So she arose. I can't keep silent. I must do something. And of course, she did not what happened? In chapter 5 of the book of Esther, she stood at the doorway of the king's house. He was on the throne. And the king said, Queen Esther. You don't call that by her title. See, when you begin to arrange yourself yes, to the purpose, yes, when you begin to say, Yes, yes Lord, eh? yes, you will begin to have faith. Favor was waiting for her rising. Yes, she didn't. If she had stayed there, like, I can't come and die. That's how my parents died. I'm a, died I'm an orphan. I can't come and lay down my life in the But the Bible says, don't talk to God. Except the king of which fall to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if he dies, he brings forth what fruit? Do not hold on to your life like that. When she was ready to release her life, she found it. She found it. The victory in her spirit that will manifest. It now manifests. Because the king said, Queen Esther, what do you want? I will give you, even up to half of my kingdom. She had not even opened her mouth yet. She just stood. Hello. Stand well. It's there. It's in the Bible. Esther chapter 5, verse 1. He said, and she went, she put on her royal robes. Hello. Royal, in fact, let's not even go into that today. Royalty, inside and out. How we are done ourselves inside and how we are done ourselves outside. She wore the garment of her office. Even though it looked like she was not practicing, even though it looked like she was already irrelevant, she put on her crown. Because she was a queen. And she now stood. She had not said anything. She didn't rush. She had a strategy. She didn't say, hey, king, did, did, did. she did. She just calculated. She planned. And you have to be strategic. When you have prayed, receive strategy, receive a plan from God. How do I go about it? Hello? Because if you go about it the wrong way, you wonder that. Is it not God that spoke to me to go? God says, Is that how I said you should go? There's always specification with God. Amen. Amen. I know that as an architect, I'm not practicing anymore, but I know that there's always specification. If Noah did not follow the specification, there would have been a hole in that ark, and water would have entered and would not have floated. 
If they had cut corners, I said, let me just use this kind of wood or not. The court specified the kind of wood. Buffer wood, they specified the length, dimensions of everything. If we cut corners, we are just elongating the journey. In anything we do, we shouldn't cut corners. Hello? Hi. A victorious woman is honest. A victorious woman is a woman of integrity. She tells the truth. Hey, if you like it, then kill me. I fear God, I don't fear man. So she stood, and it was the king that opened his mouth first. Hello? What do you want, my queen? Even half of the kingdom it shall be given to you. Not Esther could have changed her focus at that point in time. But she was a woman of vision. She yes, said there was a plan. She could have said, ah! Because what she was going to request for, for him to have a banquet with her, a dinner in the evening, that she had prepared by faith. She could have said, ah! Because he said, half of my kingdom, she could have lost focus. I said, hey, wow, not only am I alive, see what he's offering me. She could have forgotten the plan. Aren't you glad Jesus did not get in the plan? Yes, yes. Even though it was tough, but he still went to the Yes, take this cup in his Because he felt it in his flesh, but he still followed through. When they got to the dinner, they were eating. The king opened his mouth again and said, What do you want? I will give you up to half of my kingdom. The king kept feeling that there should be more to yes. 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 And there should be more to this. If it pleases you again, I'll love for you to come for another dinner with me tomorrow. Until the third time, because you declared her manifesto, because that was the right time. Yes, Hello? Hello? If the children's woman is a woman of strategy, yes, you don't just do things anyhow. Yes, you have prayed, but you then arise from that place of prayer. And you don't do what you're supposed to do. Prayer is not an excuse for sloppiness. Yes, you're on top of your game. Because you're a woman who's carrying a victorious spirit. You have victory up front already. Praise God. Hallelujah. You have victory. Let that settle in your mind. And so, the third time she was able to make a request, he points to Haman, and we all know the rest of the story. The gallows that Haman had prepared for Mordecai, he was the one that hung on it. And after that, the 10th chapter, or the last chapter that was not written. And I said, Mordecai and Esther, let's continue to read. Because at the end of the day, the king enthroned Esther rightfully, gave her a ring, and to Mordecai, and to, yes, Mordecai, said, you are my right hand person now. And Esther, anything you decree is decree. Sign my signature, this is my stamp of Anything you do, just be running the kingdom. Can you imagine? Yes. She now took her rightful place. She now that. found her purpose. She now found her husband. She now found her relationship. So where is him and now? She's now becoming in between them. She now had her office. And I I could just imagine that an Esther built, this was not written in the Bible, but an Esther built schools for all the Jews, Jewish children out there, all the orphans, and all the children, all the Jews that would have been killed. 
She was a squatter. Somebody's laughing. Who was squatter? Is. <laughs> the Bible says it now that Jesus came into the house of a certain woman called Martha, and her sister Mary lived with her. So, who was the owner of the house? Mother. Who was the big girl? So, Mary's victory manifestation of it was still loading. Hello? Mother. Don't be deceived by how you look now. Yes, ma'am. Victorious. That's why I said, if you get anything, get this. He said that if you are born of God, you are what? Victorious. You overcome the world. You overcome sin. Hello? You overcome. That's the understanding. It's not that I will know whether I'm victorious. If I get that, you know, that card I want to have. I get it, then I'm not a victorious person. No, you're already a victorious person. If you didn't get it, then maybe it's not yet time. If you didn't get it, it means that, okay, it's not yet, the strategy is not yet in place. Hello? It's not time. You can have a car, you tell your 10-year-old that this guy is going to be for you. Will you give the child that key now? No. Same thing with God, but you're saying, ah, but I'm not 10 years old, I'm 45 and I'm still living up for a car. What is your age with God? Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. That's, that's just a joke by the side. But what I'm just saying is that you're due for things, don't use your own small wristwatch, you time God. Hello? So if Esther had been lamenting about her marriage, see this man neglecting me. Ah! See me lonely like this. Is this one that I just married? But she didn't know it was waiting for her time to arise. 
to find purpose. Hello. Hello. There was a time when it will be everything yes. will be set in place. Yes. But if she saw it as pain, if she saw it, if you didn't see it as opportunity, she saw it as um, how do I put it, a loss, then she would have dodged that opportunity to have a beautiful mind because she didn't know that was the pathway to it. That's how some people say, well, they, they are dodging your blessing. Hello? Some men, they know that's the lady, but because the packaging doesn't quite feel as well. Hello? And so women too. Let's always learn not to always focus on the external, but to look beneath and talk to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. To look beneath. So you are victorious in Jesus' name. Amen. So a victorious woman, you understand that your victory is rooted in Christ. It's rooted in his finished work of Calvary on the cross when he died and took our place. And he said, it is what? Finished. It is finished. It is finished. But how do we get to that point? We must maintain that victory. We have to maintain it because sometimes, if not, you might lose sight of it. Yes, you are born again. You are born of God, so you are victorious. How do you maintain it? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Let him always be your primary first consideration. Let him prioritize his words above your own and above the voices of men. Always go back to him to check with him. What is he saying? What is he saying? Even concerning our children, there's no matter that you should not bring before him. And there's no matter that you should not research. You should never assume anything. Ask God. And even when you are not clear, you are not hearing well, research, research, find out, get information. And as you are getting information, you are still thinking in your heart, you are still thinking, Lord, what are you saying? You are depending on his leading, you are depending on his guidance. And at the end of the day, you will see the manifestation that you are looking for. Hallelujah. And sometimes you might even see it in a greater and in a different way. You should never let anything overwhelm us. Because God is never overwhelmed by our challenges. Hallelujah. He's never overwhelmed by our challenges. So women is a new day. It's time to arise. Do you agree with me? Yeah. You know, since Deborah was in, in, in Judges chapter 4, in verse 1, she was a prophetess. She was a judge. She was a wife of Lapidot. Hello? Being married to was, was not an excuse. She took care of her home. But she also, you know, stepped up to fulfill purpose in terms of whatever else God had for her to do without neglecting her home. Hello? Hi. It wasn't mentioned whether she had children of her own from her womb, but she was a spiritual mother. That's why when Barak came, the general that was to lead the army, she prophesied to him, she said, God said you will win this our nation is going to win. We're going to have victory. That's what she told him. Amen. He said, okay. So I will go. And he said, if you do not go with me, I will not go. You wonder what kind of man is this. But there's no need to judge him. Because sometimes the strongest of men have their weak moments. 
He was a soldier. He was a fighter. But his spirit was weak at that time. For some reason, he just felt that was not enough. Thank God God didn't get either. Maybe he did. Because she brought the word. And she didn't get angry to say, what else do you want? Do you, I told you God said go to the battle. You know, what else do you want again? You now want to defend, defend on the arm of God. She put on her mother's cap and followed him. Whether God asked him how to follow or not. As a mother, she followed this one. Then this one is afraid. Let me go with you. Hello? Hi. It's like maybe going beyond the job description. She prophesied as a prophetess that had God. And now this one was asked, acting like a child. Okay, let me follow you. Because he said, except if you go with me, I will not go. So she already knew that the battle was at stake. The manifestation of the victory, the war, everything was at stake. Since this one who is <laughs> the captain of our army is refusing to go and is hanging it on her. Chikuku followed now. Hello? Hi. Risking her life to be inside his horse, to be inside his chariot with him. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is what mothers are made of. We rise. We arise for our family. We arise for our own. We arise for that one that is weak. We arise to strengthen their hands. Sometimes we say, this is too much. Is it only me? They will call me for this. Yes, because you're a woman. Don't know your name? Help her. Help me. Help her to husband. Hey, all eyes on you. Hello? Did any of us feel that way when we were growing up? Especially if you're a female, or if you are the firstborn like me. Everybody, your parents will call you, your loved ones will call you, you, you know. But wisdom, you know, of course, you know that wisdom demands that you will find time for yourself also. Time to refresh. Hello? So you don't burn out. Find time for yourself. Time to refresh. While you respond to the responsibilities that are before you, so you will not die before your time. So you don't report in heaven before your time. Amen. Amen. God gives us creativity. It's not everything he spells out, black and white. Eh? Yes, sir. So you don't have to pray every morning and say, God, what should I eat for breakfast? Because if I do something, that kind of prayer. <laughs> because you know what is healthy for you. Go and eat. You know, he expects us to walk in wisdom and to package ourselves well. And so Deborah went with him to the battlefield. And as they went, the word of the Lord came to her again. Whether God was angry or maybe <laughs> the word came to her again and she said, the Lord said, you know, he had said you win this battle. He's not changing his mind, right? But he said that the glory will go to a woman. The glory will go to you. You win the battle for the nation. You defeat the enemy. But it's not him that they will say, ah, see, Barak, that's God is victory. Who did he? person like that. Go to a woman. I'm sure he must have thought that she's trying to say the glory will go to her. It was not her. It was Jaya. A woman that sat at home. She was walking from home. Hello? Don't you at home. Don't be I, I do. Don't call yourself housewife. Yes, ma. You're the wife of the house. I didn't know where they got that title from. Just because you work in the home, you're not working outside the home. Doesn't mean you are housewife. Are you married to the house? What do you do? I'm just a housewife. No. What do you do? You got I'm the CEO of three companies. What are the name of the company? You mentioned your children's company. It's international. 
the person is still not understanding. And I served one king, I served one great man like that. Of course, before, yes, you talk, talk about Jesus as the king. You know, yes, yes, my employer is the, you know, the, 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 the wealthiest of the way we are talking about God. Huh? And then there's this person that, you know, is my direct report. I di report directly to him. You're talking about your husband. <laughs> so you're not just the housewife, you're not both. And not only that, you know, I have antennas, I pick things. The person is still thinking, yeah, telecoms person. <laughs> you're talking about your prayer life. You are too much like you are not idle. You may not be paid monetarily, but you're working. Yes. Even if you are working. Some people will say they stay home mom, your housewife, or whatever. You have three houses. What is the meaning of that? So, this lady, Giles, she was at home, but she was informed. She knew what was going on. Hello? There was no social media at that time, but at least she knew what was going on. Maybe she read the newspaper, but she knew that they had gone to war. So when Cesera, the captain of the enemy's uh, army, like Barak was her own general, when he passed by her house, fleeing from the battle, because I think they were maybe family friends or something like that, the man thought their house was safe, but she thought this, this time around, no. And, you know, it's God's work first. Victory for my nation. You know. He didn't know she had changed in her mind. Like, you will be enemy. He said, Come in, come in, my lord. She was so polite. Come in, sir. Come in, sir. Make yourself come in. Okay, give me water. Give me water. Sir. I come back to you. Sorry, water. Water came. No, milk. She went there, scrambled. She had milk at home. The housewife, there's nothing at home. That will be baking or come from the house. Or doing some other businesses. She had just at home. Hello? Homework is a lot. I mean, doing work at home is a lot. Especially if you have long kids. But let your brain, don't let your brain go into dormancy. And you know what's going on out there. So, she knew there was battle, so she recognized it. Ah! They were already losing the battle, but he escaped as a captain until you kill the kingpin. The, the victory is not yet. That one can escape. Night time she gave him milk. She knew that milk. Do you know that milk? If you can't sleep, it calms you. She knew. So she knew her onion. She, this hospitality thing, she knew it. And she knew something while walking from home, while she gave him milk, she didn't give him water. The man slept. When she slept, God gave her supernatural strength. It was not ordinary. To take a tent peg and drive it. The moment it touches his head, if that thing does not kill him, the man will wake up and will kill her. So if you want to kill me, you will kill her there. A battle general will kill her there. So she risked her life. Once. I believe it was not natural strength. God gave us supernatural strength. So she killed him. And that's how the whole nation now knew that Jair was not that God's Praise God. And they were singing the women together with uh, Deborah. They were singing victorious songs. They were chanting songs of victory, songs of relief. Finally, the country would have peace. Finally, their community will have peace. Praise God. What are you going to do for your generation? What are you going to channel your children to do and to be for their generation?
is God. Carry with you a victorious spirit. First Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is my prayer that you will manifest this victory. It is my prayer that you will walk in wisdom. It is my prayer that you will know who you are. Carry yourself majestically as a child of God, as a royal one, as a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And you will know who you are, that you have a proper esteem of yourself, and you will see yourself as God sees you. That you are single doesn't mean that there's a defect. That you're single doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Hello? God loves you and is giving you that deliverance of God, and you walk in it. Walk out your salvation and prayer training. You walk in it, you walk in wisdom. You will be wise. Bible says a wise woman builds a home. You will be wise. You will speak words of kindness. You will stretch your hands to the poor. You will help them. Wherever God has placed you now, that is your posting. Amen. Amen. Get any posting. Where you are, that's your station. That's your station. Jesus in his last words, you know, a man's last words are like his will. Right? People want to hear someone is dying. What did he say? What did Mama say? What did he was around her when she was They feel those words are the uppermost things in their heart that they must run with. Did anybody, was anybody there? What did he say? He said, Go ye. What? Into the world. Mark 15, 16. And it's in Matthew 28, also verse 17. Go ye into the world and make disciples of men. Right? Go in and heal the sick and all of that. Go ye into the world. So Jesus did say, stay ye in the church. Right? Right, Pastor? He did say, stay ye in the church. Go ye into the world. Church is church means you are a follower of Christ, right? And then coming to gather every Sunday or in a meeting like this, we gather is to what? Encourage one another. So the pastor to encourage you to go out there and be what God wants you to be and affect the community. Hello, I said in the beginning, this one is pastor's own. Your own is where you're selling garden. Your own is where you, you know, sell what? Clothing, textile. That's your own. We've got to affect our world because the world is affecting you. People are deep in sin. People don't know who they are. People are confused about their identity. They are confused about their agenda. What do we owe them? Love. We love one another, but we also shine that light to the world. The disciples in Acts chapter 4, I think it from verse 23, you know, they were persecuted, they were beaten. After Jesus had left, they beat them on this particular day, or if I just, most times then. In the season, that was their life. And the Bible says, after they had beaten them, being let go, they returned to what? To their own company. And they lifted up their voices. I said, God, Father, behold their threatenings. Grant unto your servant what? Boldness. Grant unto your servant courage. That we may go out and do the work. Hello? I was so excited when I heard that you went to the prison yesterday. And you didn't call me <laughs> to come along. That. This is no more important than that. 
This is where we motivate. This is where we send forth. Go. Sunday service has finished. Go. Go and manifest. Come back next week with testimonies. I don't need a school of I bought a car. Thank God for that. Mm, all believers to buy a car. So what's the name? Hmm? I'm praying dead person in the That sucks you and 
now you are now a mover and shaker. What do you do that exercise in front of you? In your mind, if you are still saying what, I will show you then you are not your friend. You are not your friend. And that is walking from a place of weakness, not a place of virtue. Someone who is victorious will only be conceived. Revenge. When you turn in my eye for an eye, God give me that grace. And see you walking in that grace of Jesus. Amen. The grace of love, the grace of victory is the grace of love. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Even the families will see a new you. Amen. They will taste a better you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All this salty squeezing of face, grudging, grudging is now full of the past. Because as you walk, you are thinking victory. You are thinking victory. Amen. You are thinking victory. You are walking in victory. Whether you see it or not. And it shows in your attitude and your disposition. Many will be drawn to you. Many people are already working in defeat and don't know how to go about it. They will be drawn to you. You will be solution provider. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. If your womb has been dried before now, you are fruitful. In the name of Jesus, you are fruitful. It's just a little adjustment. Say, Lord, what would you have me do? Lord, I want to work in purpose. You have prayed and prayed and prayed. It's not about that. It's just a little adjustment. I said, no, this is how I'm going to work. Look at how Esther adjusted herself. And everything, even what she did bargaining for, came to her. Hallelujah! Amen. I see fruitfulness all around you. Amen. You are victorious. Amen. Yes, you may say, I've not been able to have the fruit of women all these years that were married. I say, you are victorious. Amen. You are victorious in the name of Jesus. You will manifest that fruitfulness. Do whatever the Lord is telling you to do. And I tell you, you will be happy. You will have joy on the inside. The kind of joy no one can give to you. So shall you be in Jesus' name. Please begin to thank him, begin to thank him for the word he has come for. Begin to appreciate him. Begin to receive, begin to receive, begin to draw grace. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of his word. The word has come for begin to draw grace. What you could not do before, begin to receive grace for it. Begin to see a new you in the name of Jesus. Begin to see a victorious you, not a defeated one. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you're here, you don't know Christ. Begin to accept him. Begin to say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. So that I may overcome the world. I want to be born of you. I want to be born again. I want to be born by you. If you're in that category, talk to God. Ask him to come into your heart because that is the starting point.